Hey everyone, welcome back to another Plugged In episode on the CPC Podcast. This Plugged In episode is brought to you by Gravity Student Ministries, the youth ministries of Centerpoint Pentecostal Church. We pray that this episode blesses you and challenges you and gives you the answers that you have been looking for for quite some time. I know that this message is going to be anointed and we know that it's going to bless you. So without any further ado, let's get into today's Plugged In episode. If you would turn with me to the book of Acts, chapter 26, verse 26. Acts chapter 26 and verse 26. When you're there, poke your neighbor in the eye and tell him we walk by faith and not by sight. (laughs) We are not responsible for any eye damage. (laughs) Praise the Lord. You're there, say amen. Just to give a little bit of a backup story here, this is the Apostle Paul, and uh, he has been arrested for basically nothing. And But God had good intentions for Paul's arrest to bring him before great and mighty men, kings. I would like to put this into perspective for you. That this Jesus name, tongue-talking message, Maddie, made it all the way to the ruler of the whole known world. God tells Paul that he is going to go preach before Caesar. But before he gets there, King Agrippa asks for his attention. Paul begins to testify and talk about the goodness of God. And verse 26 says, For the king knoweth of these things, before whom also I speak freely. For I am persuaded, somebody say persuaded, Persuaded. that none of these things are hidden. Somebody say hidden from him. For this thing was not done in a corner. King Agrippa, believest thou the prophets? I know that you believe in the prophets. Then Agrippa said unto Paul, Almost, almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. The title of my message tonight is simply, It Is Real. It Is Real. Would you raise your hands with me? Stretch out your hands towards me. Pray for me as I minister to you. Pray for your own hearts. Lord Jesus, God, we love You, Lord. We praise Your holy, matchless name. I praise You, Jesus. I plead the blood over every heart in this room, God. I pray, Lord, that You would speak and minister, Jesus, 
to each and every individual. God, I pray, Lord, that we would all get a revelation of the death and the knowledge of the cross. The death and the knowledge of the Holy Ghost which lives inside of each of us. Lord, touch our hearts. Help us to receive this Word. In Jesus' name. You may be seated. I would like to reiterate. Well, first of all, I give honor to Brother Brendan, Brother Belgard, for allowing me to minister here tonight. I give you great honor. You guys have some of the greatest people as your leadership in the whole wide world. Would you give them a big hand? They're worthy. They're worthy alone. Amen. Amen. And I give honor to your youth staff as well. You guys have done a phenomenal job. You guys have a beautiful facility here. <coughs> I've been trying to pray away the spirit of envy. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <clears throat> it is also my three-year anniversary with my beautiful wife. Amen. But we felt like it was the will of God for us to be here. And I thank her for allowing me to be here. This is a very special night. And I thank her for allowing us to spend it here with you to preach this beautiful gospel. <clears throat> we love you all. Amen. I want you to know that these are the last days. We have heard that our whole life, Brother Brendan. Jesus is coming soon. Whether we're pre-tribulation rapture, mid-tribulation rapture, post-tribulation rapture, I'm pan-tribulation rapture, as in it's all going to pan out. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> I was sleeping, and uh, all of a sudden I am awoken by these warfare tongues. And I am in a daze, Sister Jolie. I have walked out of a dream of driving a nice car, eating ice cream, you know, i I mean, I am. <laughs> this dream was just nothing spiritual about it, and I'm. I hear these warfare tongues going on next to me. I mean, my wife is just wailing. Uh, and I look at her and I say, "You all right?" <laughs> and she tells me something that really shook me to the core. She calls me E. She says, "E." Did you know that Jesus is coming soon? Jesus is coming soon. He's coming so swiftly to take this glorious church. Tonight, I'm going to testify of miraculous things that I have seen 
and I can partially say around the world. Because I want you to, to understand, Sister Jo Lee, that this thing was not made in a corner. This Holy Ghost, tongue-talking, Jesus-named baptism lifestyle was not meant to be hid under a bushel. This fire has spread all over the world. This is just not about Center Point, Louisiana. This goes beyond Upper Room Church in Hesmer, Louisiana. People are getting the Holy Ghost everywhere. Every two seconds. Every two seconds. Someone around this world gets the Holy Ghost. Let's count together. Ready? One, two. There's one. One, two. There's another one. One, two. There's another one. There are 500 million recorded tongue-talking people around this world. This thing was not made in a corner. It was not made to be hidden. Miracle signs and wonders are supposed to happen everywhere and anywhere. Would you stand to the Lord? Stand to the Lord. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Uh -huh. That's it. You feel it. You feel that mighty rushing wind. That was in Acts chapter 2. When the Holy Ghost filled all the house. The message that Paul had. He knew that it could reach anyone. God is going to raise up young people like yourselves to go reach the Caesars of this world. Whether or not you like him, Joe Biden needs the Holy Ghost. Whether you like him or not, Donald Trump needs this Holy Ghost. He needs his sins washed in the waters of baptism in the name of Jesus. This can reach anybody. I was in the nation of Brazil just a couple months ago. And uh, we were there for a Holy Ghost crusade. We were expecting, Sister Jolie, there to be 12,000 people in attendance. Brother Brendan, it was estimated that about 15,000 possibly were to show up at a later date, closer to the event. People had heard about this Jesus. And they heard that He could perform miracles. That He could fill them 
and that he could live inside of them, and they could carry him everywhere they went. And they said, I have to be in that meeting. To put things into perspective, how poor Brazil really is, Maddie, one of your dollars is five of theirs. For them to raise money to equal a hundred of ours, they would have to raise $500 of theirs. Very, very poor country. Our Burger King says $10.99. Theirs says $34.99 for a Whopper. And Burger King ain't really that good. <laughs> While we were there, we did tours, really. We had a tour guide who was not of this apostolic faith. But he loved Jesus with all of his heart. He really did. He does. He's still alive. He's not dead. But <laughs> but uh and uh he just kept reiterating, Brother Brendan, this he said, I'm so thankful that God would send missionaries to my country so that they could experience His Spirit. Wednesday, we did a tour on the Amazon. He just, just began to just weep. He was just thankful. He, I cannot put into words how thankful this man really was. I mean, he was just so excited to be a part of, of, our, of our event, of, 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 of our meeting. And uh, Thursday, we do the Manaus City Tour. And John, the bus driver, is taking us around the city. And at the very end of the tour, Sister Julie, John, who doesn't believe in one God, he possibly may have experienced the infilling of the Holy Ghost. But prior to this, John just begins to just say those words again, Brother David. I'm so thankful. And he just begins to just weep on that bus. While it's going probably 60 miles an hour, just standing there like a champ. And he's, he's just got this microphone. It's, you can barely understand what he's saying. But he just begins to just weep. And he just begins to shake and tremble. And he says on the mic, he says, I feel fire. I feel this fire inside of me. And one of the pastors on our tour gets off of his seat and goes and lays his hands upon John. And John begins to speak in tongues as the Spirit gave letters. John, John looks around the bus and he says, he says, I feel this fire. He said, when you laid your hand on me, I saw angels surrounding this bus. That was Thursday. The crusade was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And can I tell you, John just could not get enough of this Jesus 
John says, so we get there Friday night. Friday is miracle night. Can I tell you, we saw the lame walk. I personally saw blinded eyes open and deaf ear, a deaf ear unstopped. There was a girl that was brought in completely lame. And the only thing that she could move was her eyelids. She could only blink. Her daddy knew that this was real. And he brings that baby girl to that altar. And she begins to have the blood just go into her veins. And the muscles begin to move. And there's a video of her running around and jumping in the parking lot. And her mother said this in Portuguese. We brought her in lame, and now she is walking. This Jesus is real. He can do anything and everything. He can touch anybody. He can touch everyone. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So John, he tells us, he says, I'm coming tomorrow night. He, John has back problems, right? And so John gets healed in the crusade service. And so he's telling us as we're passing while we see him, we're shaking hands, hugging him. And he says, look, I brought my family. Because I wanted them to feel the same fire I felt on that bus. I want them to feel it tonight. So John gets healed. Well, Brother Brendan, this is just not even the icing on the cake. We haven't even, we haven't even slapped that, that whatever dough together, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, I'm not sure what type of slang you guys use around here, right? So, uh... <laughs> So uh, we um so so you know we have our apostolic mentoring in the morning right and so I mean it was just a powerful service and so brother Charles Robinette you know uh, he gets the missionary there brother Walmer to come and he says he says uh says so look we have an announcement brother David there was a uh, John loved what he felt so much. He said, my youth group at my church needs to hear this. This is, I hope it's okay to use this terminology. This was a Trinitarian church, a Trinitarian pastor. That was, or he wasn't a pastor, but he was part of the leadership there. And uh, from what I understand, if, if, if I remember correctly, but he was very involved in the church. And he said, my youth need to hear about this. So he asks for somebody that made a really big impression on him on the trip, the 16 probably 17, 18-year-old kid uh, to come with a group of uh, it was a group of five. And they were all, it was uh, his youth pastor and youth pastor's wife and then their associate pastor and him. And I think uh, somebody else, I think Brother Daniel Borges was going to go. I can't really exactly remember. but So they went. And he loved it so much, he wanted his church to fill it. They speak the word of faith. And I, if I remember correctly, nine 
of these young people in Brazil were filled with the Holy Ghost. Now it's time for the icing. He says, my church needs to come experience this. <laughs> so he, so, so I, if, if I understand correctly, he brought as many people from his church to come to our Holy Ghost night where we saw 3,000 people filled with the Holy Ghost. They were filled with the Holy Ghost in 30 minutes. When I tell you, it was like everyone we laid our hands on instantly got the Holy Ghost. They told us, they said, that's what's going to happen. Don't even stay and tarry. Move on to the next person. I saw people that had disabilities in wheelchairs I, that were speaking in other tongues. I, so, and they speak Portuguese there, and so I speak English. Uh, and so, um, so, so I had to kind of adapt. First night, I'm like, do you need a miracle? They're like, eh? <laughs> so, so, well, I figured out Holy Ghost night. I'm going to say, in nome de Jesus, receive ye Spirito Santo. And so, I Google really helps. And so, so it, it, it was amazing because honestly, I'm of the opinion that if somebody, if I, I've seen so many people get the Holy Ghost. God has allowed me to see so many great things. You know, if I say, hey, do you want the Holy Ghost? And you can say, no. All right. I'm going on to the next person, okay? Uh, I mean, I can't give you the Holy Ghost. I can't force you to have the Holy Ghost. So uh, God's not going to force you to have the Holy Ghost. So uh, so there was, this, there was this girl, and she had siblings, and her mom was just yelling at me, Spirito Santo, Spirito Santo. Spirito Santo! Spirito Santo! <laughs> and I'm trying to be as realistic as I can. And so, you know, she has these two girls, and well, one of them is just looking at me like this. <laughs> and so, so I say, in nome de Jesus, receive ye Spirito de Santo. And I lay my hands on that girl's head that did not even look like she wanted the Holy Ghost. All of a sudden, the power of God just sweeps down upon her. And tears began flowing down her face. She raises her hands and begins to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance. I want you to know that this Jesus, He is real! Somebody say He's real! Somebody say he's real! We were recently in Angleton, Texas with Pastor Matt Clark. And God just gave me one of those messages. I wasn't even talking about the Holy Ghost. I was talking about pride and got to have humility. And so... 
Well, well they, they had a guy come to the altar, his brother Clark's childhood friend, if I remember correctly. And uh, I just look at him and I say, Hey, what's your name? He tells me his name, I can't remember, it's Philip or something. And so, so he, he looks and I say, Hey, have you ever received the baptism of the Holy Ghost before? He says, I don't know. And I said, well, by the end of this service, you're going to know. And so I give the invitation. Is there anybody in here that wants to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Two people came up. They came up. I had Pastor Clark and some powerful intercessors in that church just lay their hands on my back as we spoke the word of faith by the power and the authority of the Word of God, by the power and the authority of that matchless name, Jesus, by the power and the authority of the Holy Ghost, which lives inside of me, I command, receive ye the Holy Ghost. And as soon as we laid our hands on them, they instantly just began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave the utterance. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, this Jesus, He is alive. say this, these stories not to boast of myself, but to boast of the power of the Holy Ghost. Somebody in this place, you're wondering. I've wondered myself. Here's the thing, Brother Dave, when it comes to living for God. You have to catch this for yourself. If you cannot catch this for yourself, you are going to struggle. Do you know why we baptize in Jesus' name? Do you know why we preach the infilling of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues? Do you know why we have one God? Because I'm going to tell you something. I went to Yeehaw Buckeye High School, and there was people of all kinds of different faiths and different beliefs, and they would challenge me. And that challenge, I knew that this Jesus was real. I didn't always believe in Him. I didn't always believe in this Jesus of Nazareth. I did not know who God really was or even if there really was one. I had so much hate and bitterness in my heart. I hated people. One of people that I knew that I hated. He dies in a car accident. I remember hearing about it and the words that came out of my mouth, Brother David, were good riddance. Young man. I so much hate in my heart. And three, about three or four days later, this man named Jesus comes to me in a dream. And He found me in the lowest part of my life. I'll be honest with you, I did not think I was going to live past 18, 19, 20 years old. 
every day, this depression, this darkness in my life, Sister Sarah, it just grew and grew. And I knew at the rate, Mother Brenda, that this was going, I just couldn't do this anymore. So I made up in my mind, I'm going to kill myself. Somebody who didn't even believe in this truth. Didn't even have the full salvation. I was sitting in the car. I felt so guilty. He tells me. He says, there's this guy. I started going to church. And Jesus changed my life. I'm like, are you serious? Jesus can forgive me of all my sins. I've done so many bad things. I didn't think Jesus could forgive me. Jesus, after that boy died, he came to me in a dream in the form of that boy that I hated. And he told me, he said, there is a heaven and there is a hell and people do go there. The way we live really does matter. Oh, I don't have time to give the full dream, but something supernatural happened and this, this devil comes and, and tackles me and that, that man, Jesus, takes that devil and pushes it away and commands it to leave. And what happened in that dream, God is my witness, happened in real life. It was a prophetic word and it really happened. And at that moment, I knew this Jesus was real. I knew it was real. Sister Sarah, I was so hungry. There has to be truth somewhere. There has to be this. There has to be truth. I know this book. I was raised in this faith, but my family backslid for some time. I'd fallen away from what I'd known. And thanks to a man that went to the church I was at, he shows me Jesus' name baptism. I had been baptized in Jesus' name before. I had gotten the Holy Ghost before. I just, for some time, I don't know why, I just had a hard time believing that this guy was real. True story. I remember, I don't know, how, how many of y'all have actually had a, have like a Bible study of what we believe about? How many of y'all have actually had that? When, when you were taught and you got the revelation, do you remember that feeling of just that washing and like the way it just clicked? I remember just crying. I understand, I see this. John 3, 5. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and spirit, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. Acts 2.38, Peter says unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of the sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. When Paul preached... King Agrippa, 
he had that fire that I feel in my soul right now. When he said, King Agrippa, you've heard of the dead being raised in his name. You've heard, Brother Lee, of the lame walking, the blind seeing, the deaf hearing, because this thing was not made in a corner. Some people will lie to you and they will tell you that this, that this truth was only born in the 1900s. There are, there are Jesus-named Holy Ghost believers from the past 2,000 years. Martin Luther himself, the, the leader of the Protestant movement, had people come to him because there were people that were operating in the gifts of, of the Spirit. And they didn't believe that still happened. And he... And they believed in Jesus' name, baptism. They didn't believe in the baptism of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And, and, and they said, we ought to do something about these people. And he said, we can't do anything because they're only doing what the apostles did. I'm here to tell you tonight that nothing was ever wrong with your Jesus' name, baptism. Your sins really were washed away. You, the old man was really buried in the water. When you were filled with the Holy Ghost, you didn't just make up some language in your mind. You really did begin to speak in another language that the Holy Ghost began to put in your mouth. On behalf of Gravity Student Ministries, thank you so much for checking out today's Plugged In episode. If you're ever in the Centerpoint, Louisiana area and you want to come check out one of our services in person, we have them every Wednesday night, 7.05 p.m. in the Upstairs Youth Sanctuary at Centerpoint Pentecostal Church. We would love to have you be a part of us. In the meantime, though, hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll see you on the next Plugged In episode. See you later. <laughs>